0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Mini Break by Cracked Rackets, your daily podcast for the biggest storylines, results, and controversies from the tennis world. Today's Monday, May 3rd, um, and you know what that means. It's Monday, so we get to recap a great amount of action uh, from the weekend. We'll also talk about what's going on today, especially on the professional side, and, and then, you know, what we see coming up throughout the week, so going to be a fun discussion here today. Uh, before we get into everything and all of the actual on-court action, we have to give a quick shout out to our sponsors at MidwestSports.com. They are the ones, uh, you know, who keep us going and support us day in, day out, and allow this sort of content to be produced. If you need anything for your tennis game, equipment, rackets, you name it. Head over to MidwestSports.com, and I guarantee uh, that they will have you covered. Additionally, if you can find a sale item that you would like, um, this is where our unique code comes in. You get a 15% discount off of any sale items. Just use the code CR15 um, at checkout, and that'll get you taken care of. So head on over to midwestsports.com today. They've got everything you need, and with that quick shipping and great service, you won't just be disappointed. Let's hop into what we saw from the weekend really quickly before we go into all of the professional action in the clay court swing. Um, you know, I think it would be criminal if I didn't mention uh, some of the college stuff that we saw this weekend. Now, uh, you can expect to hear more about this on the Great Shot podcast as Matt, Chris, Gruskin, the usual crew, will definitely be talking about these sort of matches and what they saw from the Big Ten championship. But really quickly, just have to mention the winners here. On the women's side, Ohio State taking out Michigan 4-1 to claim that championship of the Big Ten tournament – on the men's side, uh, Illinois taking out Ohio State four three in one of the most dramatic college matches I've seen in quite a while. you know Ohio State definitely had its chances. Illinois got out to a strong start with the dubs point and Honestly, maybe that ended up being the difference because it all came down to four singles in a match that everyone knew was going to be a marathon between uh, Kyle Selig and Zeke Clark. Zeke Clark ends up edging him out there, getting the win 4-3 for the Illini. So just great stuff. Again, I'm sure that will be a more in-depth discussion on the Great Shot podcast, so be sure to be on the lookout for that. Um, But for now... Let's hop in, and let's go, let's go talk on the professional side real quick because there's a couple tournaments that we need to talk about, and then we'll also largely be discussing Madrid for both the men and the women. So, on the men's side, um, a couple of a couple of people to mention here. Uh, first, let's start with Cam Norrie. What a great run he's been having, especially on the clay court. You know, you look at Cam Norrie, the former TCU standout. Not somebody you normally think, hey, wow, this guy's tra- game is going to translate so well to clay, but what he's been able to do over this last week in Estoril has just been so impressive. Ends up falling a bit short in the third set breaker and can't quite get the title and across that finish line. Instead, it's clay court specialist uh, Albert Ramos who takes home the title, but still just impressive stuff from Cam Norrie all week here, taking up players like Chilich, clay court specialists like Christian Guerin, those are tough wins. Those are really tough wins. And so to see Cam Norrie have this sort of continued success is just really, really impressive. And so obviously for those of us at Cracked Rackets who who love to see the sort of college tennis player have success on tour, this is just a really, really fun one for us. Um, again, the other one we need to mention, let's go over to Munich, uh, where jan Leonard Struf was playing in the final against Basilashvili stroof coming up a bit short here. Um, couldn't quite get it done. Loses 6-4, 7-6 to Basilashvili. Uh, he takes home that title with the, with the win over Struff there. Um, really interesting to see obviously Philly hits a huge ball and so I think the clay just allows him a little bit more time to be able to hit through it. Um, obviously, you know, his shot might not penetrate the court quite as much but when you hit as large of a ball as he does, in the end, sometimes that really doesn't matter. So, we'll see what happens there. Do I expect any crazy Runs at Roland Garros from Basile No, I wouldn't go that far, but this is an impressive uh, win for him. And uh, Struff obviously plays a big game as well. I'm sure he was hoping he could get it done on home soil there in Germany, but here we are. Uh, so two title winners there: Ramos and Basile Now let's hop into the action that's unfolding in Madrid, uh, still on the clay, of course here. But let's start on the women's side because because of when they started, they're a little bit further into the draw. We've seen some big-time tennis. Uh, players like Jen Brady and Halep are just routing their opponents at the moment. Jen Brady taking on Ostapenko, somebody who we've seen have success on the clay, a former Roland Garros champion. Brady beats her 2-1. Um, and so, obviously, when we think of Jen Brady, we see that hardcore player, but I, I think it's really great to see her translate that success on the clay. Obviously, Halep getting an 0-4 win is impressive, but we expect her to be able to grind out matches um, on the clay. Other routine wins from Sakari over Kanteve, 3-1 is impressive. Sabalenka taking out Kasakina uh, 6-3, 6-3, and a pretty routine win there. Um, and then, really, of course, one of the surprises from yesterday, Mukova taking out an Naomi Osaka, 6'4", 3'6", 6'1". Obviously, Osaka not her most comfortable on the clay by any means, but still really impressive stuff from Mukova to get it done here. Let's talk about some of the things that we saw um, on the men's side. Tommy Paul, the young American, getting a win, uh, a nice win, 6'4", 7'5", moving into the next round. Dennis Shapovalov sort of reclaiming that higher level, winning 6-1, 6-3 over Deuce, uh, Dusan Lajevic. So great to see there. Bublik scraping out a win, as he often does, over, uh, you know, Martin Futovic, who's always going to give somebody a tough run. And then I think one of the most impressive wins on the day, and, you know, very fitting that this match goes three sets, Alex de Manau are taking out uh, Hame Munnar, who is I mean, look, I know I use the term clay court specialist a lot, but this guy is a clay court specialist. This is what he does. So tough to hit through on this surface. Damon Auer drops the first set, then wins the second and third, 7-5, 6-1 respectively, and gets through to the next round. So very impressive stuff to see from the young Aussie there. That's really all the matches uh, that we saw yesterday. Let's go ahead and move on to some of the ones that have already concluded, or at least on court right now today. On the men's side, we've already seen a couple of three-setters. Lloyd Harris um, taking out Grigor Dimitrov in a dramatic three-set finish. Harris takes him 6-3, 3-6, 7-6 with that third set breaker ending 7-5. Look, that one was tight all the way to the end. Grigor had his chances, no doubt, and really this match could have gone either way, but Lloyd Harris just too strong in the end, and he's been in impressive form as of late. Another guy who's been in impressive form, uh, Aslan Karatsev, getting a straight set win over Ugo Humbert, 7-5, 6-4 to move on. Isner, um, getting, through his matches in straight, getting through his match in straight sets, unsurprisingly, one of them was a breaker, 6-4, 7-6 over Kismanovich. Another complete grind, Dan Evans just simply outlasting Jeremy Chardy here, 7-6, 6-7, 6-2, sort of ran away with that third set. And then Dominic Kopfer, uh winning over Big American Riley Opelka, 6-4, six, four, six, four. Those are the matches that have concluded already today for the men's side. Now on court, Fognini's out there, uh, Alcaraz is out there, Giron, Karina Busta, Garen versus Verdasco. Those are all later today, so obviously tune in to Tennis Channel if you can and have the ability to watch those. Let's talk about the women's side really quick. Thus far, only one match has concluded, and that's Petra Kvitova taking out Kudermatova, 6-3, 4-6, 6-4. Again, Kvitova, one of those players who... When we talk about her, do we say, hey, this is a clay court specialist. We're going to see you know, so much uh, success on the clay. Not necessarily. Um, but then again, look, she is somebody who knows how to win, and she knows how to win on the big stage. So not surprising that she's able to pull out these sort of matches. And additionally, too, she can finish balls at the net. She knows how to hit through the court when she has the ball sitting there for her. So impressive stuff from Kvitova. Hopefully uh, we'll see her continue to move through the draw as well. On court, we do have Belinda Bencic taking on uh, Ons Jabor. A really tight first set that ends in Bencic taking in a breaker, 7-6. We're on serve in the second at the moment. So we'll see that one continue to unfold here. Later in the day, uh, we see Sevastova go on court, taking on Bedosa. And additionally, I think the primetime match for everybody um, that people are really talking about on the women's side, Ash Barty against Iga Fiontek. Both of these players have the ability to beat anybody on the women's tour and so now they're squaring up against one another it's a really interesting matchup I think Um, both of them have the ability to be crafty with their games I think that's something that Ash Barty has really been able to use to her advantage and get to the top of the world so we'll see how Iga Sviantek handles that but I mean remember how Iga Sviantek just ran through the Roland Garros draw um, just about a year ago Um, Little less now because COVID uh, and the rescheduling, of course. But last year's Roland Garros, you know, she just completely ran through that draw. And so, really interested to see how she returns to form on the clay. If she's able to retain that sort of comfortability, uh, comfortability, excuse me, and uh, of course that level of play, uh, right, against somebody like Ash Barty, who's going to make her work for every single point, going to make things difficult, one hundred percent, going to force errors from the Shriyanthek side. We'll see how that one unfolds, and definitely stay tuned there. Now, let's talk about tomorrow, because, of course, we have a lot more matches in play tomorrow. On the women's side, let's continue to talk here. Sakari and Mukova, Chenkova and Jen Brady, Pegula and Sabalenka, Mertens and Halep, all going to be going at it tomorrow. This is an impressive slate of matches. You know, not only did I mention several of these players when I talked about People who are in top form and have gone and already have routine wins, Um, but man, these are former champions. These are people who know how to win matches. So you know, we talk a lot about Mertens and Sabalenka, some of the two of the most impressive players from the last year. Um, Hallep obviously going to be difficult. Pegula having incredible wins. Jim Brady looking to be in great form. These are going to be tough, tough matches. So get up early if you want to watch these. I believe they go on at roughly 7 a.m. Eastern time. So got to get up a bit early to watch them all, but it's worth it, uh, especially for these. Uh, so th- these caliber of matches. And let's flip quickly to the men's side again, since we're a bit earlier in the tournament. There's more uh, to talk about here, just simply because there are more matches going on at once. And man, once again, what a slate. What a slate of matches here. This is why you love tournaments like Madrid. Is because right from the get-go, you know you're going to have phenomenal matchups. FAA taking on Kasper Ruud um, to start off the day obviously we see Casper Rude as somebody who can win matches on clay courts. FAA has so many weapons and the ability to just be athletic and also hit through people. We'll see how that matchup goes up, uh, goes on. I mean, that's that's a really tough one, I think, for FAA. Obviously, he has the weapons, but Casper Rude, just so comfortable on the clay. Um, so we'll see how that one shakes out. We also have Philly and Benoit Pair, um, who will be going on at the same time. Demon Auer and Lloyd Harris, I expect to be a great one as well. Taylor Fritz taking on the title winner, Albert Ramos. Um, all of these slated to go on very early in the morning. In addition to those, we have Air Bear, Davidovich Vokina. catch taking on Milman, Hachinov taking on Nisha Nishikori, who's been really on his comeback. Really, I'm expecting that match to be a lot of fun as well. Probably into the three-set range, if I had to guess. Uh, Guido Pea taking on Yannick Center. Alexei Popper and Gian lennard Struff battling Schwartzman and Karatsev, Uh, You know that lines up a really interesting match. I think Cam Norrie, somebody who we had just saw have a lot of success on the clay, has a tough match. Uh, Kriyanovich TP Tommy, Tommy Paul taking on Andre Rublev. Obviously Rublev coming in the heavy favorite there, but um, Tommy Paul again he's been able to come up with good wins so we'll see what he can do finally the last two matches on the men's side and i think both of these had the potential to be you know big three setters uh bublik taking on denis shapovalov both of these guys have the ability to hit people off courts when they want to especially looking at bublik there we'll see where he's at mentally obviously because that's always that's always the big question with Saucer bublik is okay is he going to be locked in for this match what is he thinking um, and Denis Shapovalov just looked so solid thus far. I mean, you saw his match against Dusan Ljubic just completely routed him one and three from the start. So hopefully uh, we'll see a more competitive match there, and Bublik will be able to, to to match you know the Shapovalov power and do a bit more on his side of the court. Finally, you also have Batista Agut taking on somebody who we've seen have success on the clay. Maybe not as much recently, but a couple years ago. uh, Chechenado, we cannot forget his run, uh, of course, in the major Roland Garros, but... Tomorrow is going to be a fun, fun day of action. So be sure if you can uh, hop away from that desk or that office, be sure to tune in and watch some of this. Follow us along, uh, along with us, excuse me, on our social accounts as well, because we'll be talking about these matches. Uh, you know, especially because we don't have a lot of collegiate tennis to talk about necessarily in the couple of days. This is where our focus is going to be right here on the ATP and WTA action in Madrid. So. I want to thank you for hopping in here today and listening. Once again, thanks to our sponsors over at Midwest Sports. They are the ones who allow us to do this day in, day out. It's been fun talking tennis with you all. And, uh, of course, as you probably noticed, this voice is not the lovely one of Alex Gruskin. He is busy doing other Cracked Rackets things right now. We've got the level one happening in Indianapolis, and he's helped manning the station there. So I am here covering today. Hopefully you hop in and, and listen to the Great Shot podcast and you'll be able to hear Gruskin back on the horse talking with Matt Stokowiak and Chris about the implications of those Big Ten championships and what we can expect to see in NCAAs. But for now, I want to thank you for hopping in and be sure to tune into the mini break tomorrow as we'll continue we'll continue to update you on what's happening here in Madrid and what we expect to see throughout the week. But for here, that's all and that's a break. We'll see you guys next time.